What is up, everyone? Thank you for joining me. I am Peter A. DeLuca, a.k.a. Pad, your host of a.k.a. Pads. I, I always giggle before I get into it because the name of my po- podcast is, is my name, a.k.a. Pads Audio Audacity Podcast, and we're talking, and this is episode 266, but we're talking the Empire Strikes Back. It's Star Wars. We're still in our giant Star Wars block. I've had to slow down. You hear that intro? Let's get into this 1980 masterpiece. Let's do it. Thank you for joining me. Hey, hey, hey. Don't mind me. I'm going to get a little bit of my sippy sip here. Uh, I know a lot of you hate it when I drink into the microphone. But I need coffee because I'm doing the big Star Wars content run. And I am very behind that's what she said on my uh, Star Wars episodes and it doesn't matter because look uh, I'm seeing Star Wars tomorrow tomorrow's Wednesday today's Tuesday uh, no I'm seeing it Thursday I'm sorry um, and there, there was so much uh, anticipated uh, negativity around Star Wars uh, around the movie around Rise of Skywalker and within it meaning that the, the movie itself uh, was not viewed as, uh, you know, like, as as pleasable, okay? The existence of the movie and uh, in, in what people knew about it already turned a lot of people off. Now, this goes with the return of Emperor Palpatine and all these things. And there's arguments that Palpatine was wedged into the movie because, you know, there's no other mention or setup of him previously. And... You know, that brings us right to Empire Strikes Back because this was cinematically the first time we saw Palpatine. You know, that we had like a hint of who he was, that he was the master of Darth Vader, and the two of them uh, were on the mission to track down Luke Skywalker. And that's essentially that's the plot of Empire Strikes Back. Now, one of the subplots is a romance between Han and Leia. One of the subplots is the training of Luke Skywalker and the introduction of Yoda. Of all the Star Wars movies, Empire Strikes Back introduces uh, the the best run of characters outside of Star Wars New Hope. And I'm talking Boba Fett, Yoda, and Lando Calrissian. Those three characters alone are solely and wholly dependent on the future of the franchise, meaning... The movie coming out is heavy on Lando. The biggest thing happening in Star Wars right now, the Mandalorian, is heavy on Boba Fett and Yoda. Okay? You know, like, there is a reason why Empire Strikes Back is considered the greatest sequel of all time. I can, I'll argue it it is. It it really is. They've, they knew the movie had to work to get more Star Wars films. So they doubled the budget and they put everything into it and they doubled their problems. Now, when it comes to conversation about the uh, special editions, okay, everyone loves discussing the special editions. I don't. I think it's passe and I don't think it's very useful 
people are like, but Pete, you're you you come off like a purist, and and uh, you don't believe a Watchmen TV show or movie should exist, and and you refuse to watch. Okay, yeah, that's true. I refuse to watch the HBO Watchmen. I I mostly refuse to acknowledge it it, it exists. I I uh, any other effort by Warner DC. Okay, uh, I wholeheartedly reject any effort around the Watchmen outside of giving the rights back to Alan Moore. But they're, but they're like, but Pete, well, okay, look, it's not apples to apples. It's not a fair comparison. And I'm somewhat arguing <laughs> with myself here. The point I'm getting at, okay, is so many special editions help us watch the movies. Because otherwise, we're going to have some data content. We're going to have some dated special effects. And the continuity and the structure around the Star Wars lore and the Star Wars timeline, we love. We love that. And some stuff needs to be added. Okay? When I was watching this, and I watched Empire for like a month straight leading into this very short, very concise discussion about Empire Strikes Back. There's a scene where we, it's our reveal of the Emperor within the Star Wars franchise. And he's talking to Vader. And, you know, he's talking through Hologram. And the, the dialogue was different. Okay? The Emperor was talking different words. And he references the rebel that blew up the Death Star is the son of Skywalker or could be the son of Skywalker. And then, you know, that... that Exchange ends with Vader saying, you know, the memorable, he will join us or die. Okay. <laughs> that is awesome. Okay. Just the idea that uh, whoever blew up the Death Star it was special enough to be on the radar makes perfect sense. Okay. The, I had a YouTube with the original um, line was, like, you know, what the original exchange was, and then I found... A montage of like eight or nine of them. They just kept going. I'm like, I've had enough of this. So, it's important. Uh, you know, we want strict and cohesive and very clear continuity within Star Wars. These special editions help us get to that point. Okay? Uh, I like the fact that they're constantly refined. I I enjoy it. I don't know why. I, I'm not a stickler for these the originals. I, I like the extended Wampa fight when Luke gets, uh, you know, kidnapped by the giant abominable snowman. I love all the extra cloud city stuff. I love the extra cloud cars. I like the extra shots of Boba Fett. So, people might be like, Pete, like, you know, he falls down the shaft at the end and he screams no. Or they scream, uh, they changed... What he sounds like when he falls. Okay, like, whatever. Um, It doesn't take away from anything within Empire Strikes Back. And when I was growing up, this was considered the sequel. And it pretty much still is. I mean, the only, like, Rathacon, uh, Avengers, uh, Infinity War, if you consider Infinity War a sequel... To Avengers Age of Ultron. It's really hard. <laughs> uh, you know. Modern day sequels. Spider-Man 2. Winter Soldier. Uh, Devil's Rejects. Sequels that, that just broke the mold of the original. The Dark Knight. 
but this one is is really special. It really is. And when I was a kid, you know, I, I'm I'm going to leave with this with this anecdote or this this uh is it this this story. I'm going to tell you a story. When I was growing up, it was all VHS. Empire Strikes Back was amongst Excalibur, the John Borman Excalibur, and the James Cameron Aliens. And there was this. The, the three VHSs I constantly watched and went to. My father taped them all off of HBO and Cinemax. My father used to draw the labels and, and draw the coolest like lettering, almost like graffiti onto the labels. And I always thought that was the coolest thing. That's one of the things that pushed me to draw myself. I wanted to watch the Space Marines fight the aliens. I love that. I wanted to watch the end of Excalibur where it's it's son versus father. I wanted to watch that. That blew my mind. All the shiny armor, all the blood. Okay? I'm I'm a kid. I'm a boy. I like war. <laughs> and then the Battle of Hoth. And the the coolest thing about Everything I just named there, the heroes get their asses kicked in those sequences. Even King Arthur. King Arthur got his ass kicked by his son, by uh, Mordred. And, you know, I, you know, I wore out those VHSs. And, and I know that's a, uh, you know, everyone says that. But, no, I really did. I loved watching those sequences. And I would go for them all the time. And the special editions clean up so many of the little special effects quirks that take you out of the Battle of Hoth uh, momentarily, okay? And we said this before. Doing the special effects against white when you're doing, uh, you know, composite photography, it's it wasn't perfected then. It wasn't even close to being perfected. They were going into new territory, and a lot of it shows with those original versions. I don't want to see it. I don't really care. I don't think it's it's uh, worth documenting because we're we want Star Wars to be a content piece, and that's the way we're looking at it. And believe it or not, that's a lot of the meltdown around uh, Rise of Skywalker that we're seeing right now. I can't wait. You now, time will tell about this new trilogy. Time has already told. And sung its uh its its swan song for the original you know, the uh, new trilogy episodes one through three uh, or the uh, prequel trilogy because everyone seems to be on board with those ones all of a sudden <laughs> there always seems to be something worse happening with Star Wars special editions need to be bad the new trilogy needs to be bad no one needs to like Ray I'm not saying some of those positions are not totally valid I agree with a lot of them. But I'm just saying, for this one, the special edition is the absolute best one of the three. Next to New Hope, and then we have Return of the Jedi. And Return of the Jedi is maybe the most contentious one. But look, everyone, that's what's next, episode 267. AK Pads Audio Audacity Podcast. We're going to talk about, at one time, the only trilogy in the movie game. And that's Return of the Jedi, wrapping it up. And we're going, we're continuing. We got a lot of Star Wars content to go. So hey, until then, let's rock and roll, and I'll talk to you.